Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I go over to his house and he's with a bunch of his boys and they're all on Craigslist and they're looking up schemes of how to catch parrots because you can make apparently like five to $600 per fucking parrot. And I remember they had a ploy of getting super soakers and getting the uh, the wings of the parrots all wet so it'd be hard for them to fly and then they could catch them. Did it work? I don't even know where I heard that. I never looked into it. Hold up, it was your idea. <laughs> Hold on a second. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. That's a brand new. That's a fucking fucking year, sir. We're coming to the North Korean podcast today. <laughs> everybody gonna die. Got a fireplace. <laughs> if you have a lunch, you're lucky. If you have a breakfast, you don't live in North Korea. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we have Nick the Ear here. One wonton ear at a time. Hell and here yeah. we have. Patrick, the deadbeat dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst wrestler of all time. <laughs> He's just drunk all the time and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Did you pick up my daughter again? <laughs> With the flask in his head. <laughs> You're hungry again? Did you eat yesterday? <laughs> Fucking deadbeat dad. That should be your whole shtick, dude. I like that. That should be the shtick. That should think? be the whole yeah. shtick. We're in yeah, the yeah. new podcast now, and it's kind of a blessing. And I was telling these guys earlier that, uh, I have had the worst situation with the fucking biggest asshole of a landlord in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're in this new space. If, by the way, if you're dealing with shitty landlords, fuck them. <laughs> and I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying anything racial, right? Say it. But maybe you should. <laughs> maybe you should say something racial. But listen, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. I have a friend who's Indian, mm -hmm. right? Uh -huh. 
Okay. And I told him about my situation, and this is what he said to me. I go, yeah, my landlord. He goes, what ethnicity is she? I was like, she's Indian. He goes, why the fuck would you rent from an Indian person? Oh, wow. And he is Indian. Wow. And there I was like, go. why? He goes, you know why, bro. It's like, it was going to – well, when we first rented from her, we <laughs> – No, we, tell us why. Yeah, why, why? Because why? they – their culture and their food is amazing. Mm. <laughs> That's mm. why, man. And it gives you diarrhea every now and then. True, true, true. It does. <laughs> it spills out like the truth. But, <laughs> So originally we were dealing with a landlord who was this, you know, Chinese lady, which by the way, same thing as Indian, just different, different shades of color. Mm. And so she was, she was perfectly fine. And I guess she fired her. And then we found out that the the landlord was going to take over. So I met the landlord and she was super cool at first. Guess what happened? So our year contract ended up and we were, she asked us if we're going to go month to month or we're going to extend for another year. I said, well, we're going to figure it out, but we, we love this place, but let's just go month to month for now. And she goes, cool. She sends us a contract and the rent is $300 more. Doesn't even tell us. Just wow. sends us a new contract. And so kind of fucked up. Mario looks at the contract and writes her back, says, hey, is this correct? And she goes, yeah, it is. I'm like, okay, bitch. How about you, I don't know, talk to us? Yeah, right. Maybe a little email, write it out or something. <laughs> but she just sends the contract and she just goes, oh, by the way, because of inflation, blah, 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 blah. Inflation yeah, costs. Yeah, we Joe need to, you know, <laughs> we have to, uh, the the uh, the landscaping people cost a lot more money, so we have to raise the rent. That's fine. Maybe fucking tell us. Also, yeah. and so I wrote back to her, I was like, hey, uh, I understand that you can raise rent and you just raised it by the California maximum, which during pandemic, nobody did that. Yeah. That's right. fucked up. <clears throat> kind of fucked. I was like, on average, and I asked other friends too who are renting out their homes, I was like, how much did you raise the rent? I was like, well, it's pandemic. We didn't raise it at all. And the most one of my friends raised two percent at most, and the, and I told them like, well, she raised it by like six percent. They're like, damn, that's fucking aggressive. Yeah. Like that's a lot, especially without discussing it with you guys first. Yeah. So uh, you know, I was going back and forth with this lady, and then she would just like she wrote to Mariel, hey, oh by the way, we should probably be charging you more rent. This place is actually worth like forty five hundred a so month. So fucking rude. And then she goes, you should ask your husband because he would know about this stuff more than you. Oh, oh wow. With the, you females she, don't know anything. So she basically she mansplained sexist. to my wife. And first of all, wow, I wasn't even that <laughs> mad until Mariel was like, did you see what she wrote to me? I was like, well, what she, what she write to you? Yeah, let me see that phone. Let and me I, see that email thread. And I read the email and I'm like, it's not that bad. Yeah. And then she goes, I can't even deal with this. She just mansplained to me. And she's a woman she should know better. And I was like, yeah. I started getting hyped. And so she started getting me all hyped. Yeah, and I yeah. got so fucking mad. I shit you not. My nose bled because my blood pressure was Whoa. going up. So as I was riding, you gotta see a doctor. You're like the girl bro. from Stranger That's Things, crazy. dude. Yeah. You're like Stranger yeah. Things 11, dude. You're fucking about to blow so, up. So <laughs> I'll start levitating. Let me tell you this shit. So I'm writing this email, right? And we're going back and forth. And she's just kind of coming. I was like, hold on a second. 4500 a month? I did one Zillow search, looked up the whole area, and I showed her what 4500 a month can get you in this area. And she goes, well, you know, our place is bigger. We had this fight. Let me tell you something. I'm going to post photos in this, in this video about how stupid our fucking place is. Number one, all the walls are concrete. So dumb, dude. Fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. One earthquake, we're dead. Yeah, die. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> she built this fireplace that takes up, that. I don't know, 40% of the fucking living room. It's wow. for luxury, bro. That's why you, you get to upcharge because it's 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 beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. look, at this, look at this fireplace. It's the, tiny, bro. Exactly. For, it's so for, small. For ants, bro. And look at it. Ants. How, how dare this you person this. <laughs> who made this place place this fireplace in a convenient <laughs> area? Dude, another thing. This place, by the way, dumb as shit. There's another fireplace in the master bedroom that covers, I don't know, 50% of the bedroom. Once again, luxury, dude. Stupid. Who doesn't want to go to sleep with a fireplace on? Ridiculous. That's a fire hazard probably. That's a fire hazard. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. On top of that, when we moved into this place, no fresh paint whatsoever. I have photos. of So she painted the wall two different yellows, four different browns. And then two different blues in the room. You got to have variety, David. Yes, the worst variety. color combination of all fucking And so time. I wrote to her. And so when we were going to leave, right? I said, listen. <laughs> three different yellows. Three, three different browns. yellows. This place needs three different and yellows. And blue. Yeah, she just looked at it. She Seven goes, different grays. <laughs> one yellow, not enough. That three. <laughs> I want three. Fucking bitch. And so she didn't paint the place she fresh. She did sound like that, though. And so Mariel, <laughs> thank God for her. She took a photo of all the, the paint fuck-ups. 
when we first moved in and it was never fixed. But I was like, fuck it. It's okay. We're going to move in. We'll just. We'll Did just... you paint the podcast room too? Yeah. So we repainted everything. Right. And so when I'm going to leave, I'm going to repaint it a fresh white. And she writes back. She goes, oh, before you leave, I want you to repaint the place exactly how it was before we moved in. Three yellows. I don't even know oh. where to find those yellows. <laughs> oh. yeah. And I'm like, and I wrote back to her. I was like, excuse me, you never gave us a fresh a coat of paint at all. We had to paint this place. Yeah. So I'll paint it white, you know, clean everything fresh, clean. And she goes, no, you have to return it back to the way that I gave it to you. I was like, lady, you fucked up the whole house. You painted all over the trim. I had to pay somebody to repaint the, the trim in the whole house. So she wants me to repaint the place the same color that she painted it because she likes it that way. I was like, I will repaint your home if you painted the home before I moved in. But you trashed the place and I fixed it. And she goes, well, no, that's a taste preference. You oh. cut back. I will find where you live and I will murder you. Not even you. I know you have a son. I'm going to beat the fuck out of your son. And, <laughs> and I'm he a, deserves it. Yeah, yeah because your does. mother is a cunt. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. And it, Also, it, she's out of Mad Men because she's fucking thinks women don't know shit about houses. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's wrong She's like, her? women can't vote? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to let you know, your wife, she's an idiot. <laughs> she doesn't know how business works. Like, fuck this lady, dude. She doesn't even have a thick accent, by the way. She's just perfectly English. No, no, she does. She <laughs> She's does. perfect English. <laughs> Her English is perfect. I'm just being mad racial right now. But so I'm literally telling my buddy this. And but he that's just, the voice we're all And he was like blaming it on me. He goes, it's your fault. She's Indian. You know our people. <laughs> he goes, you know our people. You shouldn't rent from us. Whoa. But she was super cruel at first. But the moment that she tried to raise rent and I was like, this is unreasonable. Yeah. By the way, her husband stepped into the email and he was like trying to calm everything down because he knew his wife was acting like an asshole. But then after that, we just we decided to leave. And so I told her, I was like, you know what? This conversation is done. I'll see you in person when you come here face to face and you talk to me. Well, and so now, talk square. And up. then she wrote, wrote back. She goes, well, uh, I won't be coming. I'm just going to send management over. I was like, no, no, no. You come here and you say the offensive fucking shit you said on this email to my face. Yeah, that's why. And then we'll see what's up. You're about to whoop her fucking ass. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get butt naked in front of her. It's like, oh. look, my wife got to see this every night. So now do you do too? <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives you your whole deposit back. Yeah, exactly. You should have took a shit works. on the floor before you left and just She's left ridiculous. Are you going to do any like potentially petty stuff before you leave the Oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a sticky note on every fucking area of the house like my buddy Ed did before he leave this place, left his place and tell everybody what's wrong with this place. Number one, because all the walls are concrete. By the way, it's going to be ice cold inside. It's going to be 30 degrees colder inside than it is outside. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could make a whole house like... I don't think that's concrete. legal. Yeah. Because I don't legal? think... Yeah, I don't fucking know. But it's it's all concrete, and we found out the first day when I tried to put a picture frame up, and it destroyed my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude! Oh, Damn. I had no fucking idea. That's, cra- that's kind of unheard of. She refuses to fix the <laughs> toilets, refuses to do anything. So I'm like, we're done, and I'm gonna make sure whoever moves in there knows how fucking shitty this place is. Yeah, and fuck the peacocks in our area too. Yeah, yeah, peacocks fuck are fucking guys. losers, bro. Oh yeah, they're the losers of the animal kingdom. They really are, though. I agree. They're fucking useless, especially in Arcadia. All they do is probably cause car accidents. I bet there's a stat about all the car accidents that are caused by peacocks, but the Arcadia government is fucking covering it up, covering it up, yeah. Because these fucking peacocks conspiracy. Nah, it's about the peacock conspiracy. (laughs) I think originally the peacocks were protected in Arcadia. I don't think they are anymore. Good. I think you could just straight kill them. It's just on site now. It's just on site. I I saw you yesterday on my lawn. (laughs) Taking his shit. And they yell like dudes. Fuck them, dude. They just go, ah! Like it's just some guy yelling at you. Like, what (laughs) the fuck was that? When we first moved into Arcadia, I thought children were screaming around in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's just peacocks. All day. And then Pasadena got parrots. Yeah, they do. Those motherfuckers are loud. You got some guess where they're from? Mexico. Uh oh. Are they? You know what? It's, <laughs> they it's, are. It's a really funny story. <laughs> the first time I hung out with Patrick, like I went to his house because we were we were gym friends, and then he made <clears throat> we made that transition of like, hey, come over and hang lovers. out. Lovers. I go over to his house, and he's with a bunch of his boys, probably like twenty one, <laughs> and they're all on Craigslist, and they're looking up schemes of how to catch parrots and sell them on Craigslist because you can make apparently like five to six hundred dollars per fucking parrot. And I remember they had a ploy of getting super soakers and wetting and getting the uh, the wings of the parrots all wet, so it'd be hard for them to fly, and then they could catch them. Did it work? Ne- never I think once. That's illegal, never once right? did it work. It didn't work once. Also, the figure seven hundred dollars. I don't even know because it was my idea. I don't even know where I heard that. I never looked into it. Well, if it was your idea. <laughs> 
So we're going to start this parrot business. Hey, wait, wait. Let me tell you something right now. If you don't believe Pat is Mexican, that is the most Mexican thing I've ever heard in my life. Hey, like palabra. You know, if you like it like a super soaker and shit, if you spray it on wings, they can't fly. <laughs> All right. We thought they'd get heavy or like we were going to mix. Yo, you're <laughs> A mixture of water and oil, like cooking oil, <laughs> okay, to okay, like to weigh them down. Uh, Where you then see them, catch them, wrap them up, and then don't, I don't know. I guess the pet store, but like I said, they could have actually been worth twenty five dollars. Someone just <laughs> said seven hundred dollars one day, and I was like, oh shit, that's a lot of money. And we tried like twice and didn't catch anything. They don't like, ever come idea. down to the floor. They're yeah. always up in trees. They yeah. never come down. That's like jungle bird shit. So I looked up <laughs> jungle bird shit. I, I looked up. David these, knows the reasons why. So look, check it out. So I looked it up <laughs> because at first when I was listening to these creatures, I'm like, they sound like parrots, but this is California. So yeah. somebody smuggled these bitches in, right? <laughs> and apparently in Mexico, they're like going extinct. Uh-huh. So they're either there's there's not that many in Mexico now or they're completely extinct over mm. there. But over here, they thrive because of all like the food and all the little creatures. So that's why there's so many in Pasadena. That's why. Yep, so some oh, fucking guy probably got a super soaker with some oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come here. Boom, got it off of the air and brought them over to California. But yeah. now they're just, there's like hundreds of them here. How did they catch them back in the day? Super I, I couldn't do well. it with a super soaker. So how, what were they doing? You know, they didn't have super soakers. Nets, bro. They got nets. Are that high in the sky? Oh, yeah. How come you guys never just, I don't know, put out like food? We did do that too. They didn't, they they didn't come didn't down. down. They're hella smart. You yeah. actually really executed this plan, huh? We tried. Wow, I didn't know. I it thought didn't it was work. just a theory at that point. No, no, we tried. <laughs> I had no idea. You guys went to the field. We to, went to uh, Khaled's test out house. Methods. We went to Khaled's house because he had easy access to a big tree. Didn't work out. It was like this get rich <laughs> quick scheme. It was so dumb, it's with dude. Parrots of all things. <laughs> what happens if you had like twenty parrots and then you guys went to the pet store? And they're like, oh, yeah, these are like, dude, these are really greasy. We can't can't sell this. We can't sell this. The resale value is fucking nothing. I'll give you a deal. 300. (laughs) 300. Give me them oily birds, bro. (laughs) Give me them butter birds. Dude. (laughs) What made you think that you could catch these birds? Well, I mean, uh, not my intelligence. It was uh, like... I don't know. We just it was just something someone said and we were 20 or whatever and we're like, yeah. And that you was it. I think about no that. thought whatsoever. I've never talked to you like, about that, but I think about it very often. Honestly, I think I about it. I think about it sometimes and I get embarrassed. Like I get really embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed I'm too. I'm embarrassed bro. right now, to be honest. Every time I see parrots, I think of Patrick. That's why. Do all the cool kids sold drugs this fool trying to sell parrots and shit? <laughs> Bro, hey, you want to sell weed? Nah, fool. There's fucking parrots. Seven hundred dollars. It's, it's probably way easier to start selling weed than to start selling. Nah, parrots nah, you for can sure. sell a parrot easy, dude. <laughs> okay, no, honestly, it, <laughs> we're, gonna, dude, we're gonna reenact this real quick. Hey, I don't know who you're trying to sell parrots to, but mix somebody out in the street and you're gonna sell them a parrot. I want to see this shit. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Hey man. Intro. hey man. Uh yeah, hey, what's up? Where we are at Vons right now. We're shopping for turkey burgers, but uh do you like parrots, dude? Excuse me? Do I like parrots? Parrots are dope. They're colorful, they're beautiful. Uh they talk to you. Yeah. Are you, I don't, I don't are you know divorced? If, are you married? Uh, I'm married, but I don't think I want a parrot at all. Dude, no. you could make him say talk shit to your wife. Like you could do dope shit like that. No, I don't want a parrot in my house. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A. A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we are discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. And I know a lot of you out there think that you have to wait to go to therapy before, you know, when things become unbearable. But let me tell you something, therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse. And it can honestly help you avoid a lot of these lows. And many people think that therapy is, you know, for so-called crazy people, but therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you recognize that all humans have emotions and we need to learn how to control them and not avoid them. I've been using BetterHelp for quite a while now. and That's why we still continue to talk about it on this podcast. And you know, honestly, just having somebody to talk to where I feel that number one, it's in a safe space and I don't feel judged helps me to really collect my thoughts and kind of control these crazy emotions. Because honestly, we all know social media and all these outside influences tend to weigh us down. And we feel like sometimes we don't have anybody to talk to about these experiences because we feel weak. And that's where BetterHelp has helped me out a lot. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Genius Brain listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash genius. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash genius. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, it's like, yeah, what, who, because how many people have you ever met in your life? Like you can count on one hand if you've ever met somebody that actually owned a parrot. By the way, they're all uh, over. Everybody I know that's owned a parrot, Mexican. Really? Mexican people love birds. They fucking I've seen Mexican love people birds. birds, but not parrots. Dude. Yeah. Mexican people love parrots. Like all. Chickens for sure. I know three. Chickens. Three people that own a parrot and they're Mexican. Hmm. Like the, the, you know, those big gray ones? Yeah. yeah. I had a homegirl that owned one of those big fucking gray ones and had somebody else who owned one of those colorful green and blue ones. You know, I know a couple of Mexicans with a parrot as well. With the whole actually bird. Collection. They just love birds, man. They're such weird bird. Like having a bird is such, it, like says a lot about you, I feel like. Like why the fuck you got a bird? <laughs> I just, I just find it so funny bro? that you somehow got your friends to go into the scheme with you. Where you were just like, what was the pitch? Like, you, don't, you don't even believe like $700, in seven hundred dollars, dude. You don't even believe in the efficacy of having a bird as a like, pet. No, none of your homies them? were like, I just heard, oh, that's dumb. No, they were all on board. We were all <laughs> no, I remember idiots. It was, Nick was it, on board. Nick was. I almost hired. It Nick. was collect. It was a collective of friends that are in there, and I was like. I was like, yeah, that does sound like so, a great oh, idea. Nick was on board too. And I'm you like, know, actually, now I remember this. Nick I went, was down. I went home and I told my dad about it. And he's like, no, that's a terrible idea. He's like, what if, what if that's illegal? What if you get arrested? And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. And then never thought about it ever again. Yeah. I find it so shameful that he was talking shit to you 
like he didn't, he wasn't <laughs> in on the plan. You're a piece of shit. He was, so wait, hold on. You wanted to sell the parents too. Well, so what was, the fuck were you thinking? It was my first time and he had a very good pitch. And I was like, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. This pitch was, was very simple. It was a hey, $700. I was yeah. passionate though. I really was. Pa- I he, remember being passionate. And the whole room, the whole room was like, let's do this. I yeah, think we can like, really yo, make this work. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> collective. You know, like the scene of Wolf of Wall Street? It was like that, yeah, but yeah. just about parrots instead of stocks. Parrot, <laughs> oil, and super soakers. That was the, those were the talking points. That was the, the my, plan my, is so hilarious. It's a me. terrible plan. The only reason why I'm laughing is because, first of all, what is your super soaker powered by? Do you know how <laughs> high those birds are? They're at the they're literally at the tallest trees yeah, in Pasadena. There's no we need, way. Like, a fireman it's, just, it's all about arc. It's all about the arc. <laughs> and oh, my man, my man's a physicist now. Mr. Fucking parent super soaker guy. You hit a high. It's enough. all about the angle like that. Yeah, hey, you you look at the trajectory of the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's trajectory trajectory. But we word. have to talk about today's podcast this fuck. <laughs> This fucking more business guy. games. Oh, wow. <laughs> the so, dumb, huh? so recently, and I had some time to think about this, right? Just because number one, uh, I like Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm. I, I I listen to mm. it intermittently, not everything. I think what I like about his podcast is that if you don't like what he's talking about, he's gonna he's gonna put out like six or seven throughout the week. So mm. you could pick and choose which one you're you're interested in. So recently, Joe Rogan has been getting flamed. People coming after him. People are coming after him. And so throughout the pandemic in the last two years, he has been somebody who has been rather skeptical about the information that has been given to us about COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of us definitely are very skeptical. 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 Yes. And the reason why is because, you know, the coronavirus was so fucking new mm-hmm. and we've seen the information change constantly. Which is which is given because it was the novel coronavirus. Yeah. We don't know anything about the nature it. of science, exactly. And these diseases. And so, what Rogan has been doing, he has been inviting people who are relative experts in the field. Specifically, he invited somebody who was a very well-known virologist. And so, when somebody says, "Oh, are they a doctor?" Doctors don't mean shit in this scenario. We're talking. I'm not. They don't. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying a virologist has a lot more credibility to talk about a virus. It is what they are known for. And the the specific person that he brought into his podcast has about like nine patents on mRNA vaccines, which essentially is what the COVID vaccine is. So this, I listened to this podcast. So the Robert Malone one? Yes. And he was talking about how relative dangerous these new vaccines myocarditis are. yeah they're they're not tried and true yet right mm-hmm. and and how fast it's been given to us is a little bit alarming mm-hmm. which hearing this from somebody who once again has nine patents on mrna vaccines scary. it's it's pretty scary yeah. it's it's right. you know and he's giving <clears throat> alternative information and alternative facts to what the news is giving us right so because of that a lot of people have been you know, calling Rogan an anti-vaccine. And I think he's vaccinated. Yeah, he is. I think he is, yeah. But, but he won't ever say it, though. Like, yeah. he kind of does, like, toe the line a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, part of the reason what you said about the uh, about Joe Rogan and why he's so great is because he does have a variety of guests. And then if you don't like talking about MMA, you'll have another guest that's talking about whatever the hell you want to hear. But the reason why I kind of stopped listening to the Rogan exper- uh, podcast as much is because I just didn't like how he would always just bring up COVID or yeah. like just just out of nowhere just to kind of get people talking about it. And sometimes it was just too much. And I just like, oh, bro, I don't want to hear him kind of lead on with this COVID stuff, especially when you have like an MMA guy. It's like, bro, I don't want to hear about this. Mm-hmm. Just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. And if it comes up organically in the conversation, that's great. But that was part of the <clears throat> other reason. He was like very strong with yeah 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 and i think rightfully so though like what's well, because it's it's, it's, it's yeah, huge you know it's like a big deal like it's still affecting a lot of people's lives but uh that dude the robert malone one uh like the thing is is like just it's good to have all the opinions out there and as yeah. adults we can all just kind of fucking listen to it and be mm-hmm. like i'll just i'll take gather the information i want and make my own decisions you know what i mean like and i think the interesting thing is about that pod or just what people are saying and they're like <clears throat> you know he's spreading because this is the hot word. It's misinformation, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> but then in my mind, I'm thinking, because I'm not a diehard Rogan fan, right? Yeah. But in my mind, I, I'm telling myself, what is misinformation when it's coming from the mouth of somebody who is a virologist yeah. 
who is very well known in this subject. Who has some credibility. Who has mm-hmm. a lot of credibility, not even a little bit, a shit ton of credibility yeah. mm. in this space. So what makes people say that that's misinformation? I think the the, the, the thing that I dislike, <clears throat> right? Because once again, I'm vaccinated, right? I have nothing. I I am vaccinated. I think the, 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 <laughs> the problem up. that I have with a lot of people when they say words like misinformation or they get super hyped up about a topic that even they don't know about. They don't do any type of research and they go on these long diatribes. And they can't point it out. What's the misinformation and why is it misinformation? Yes. Go. And most people would be like, uh, they have they have no idea what they're no, talking about. Because what they do is they they have a subject and they'll use something else to discredit you that has nothing to do with this topic. If you are not vaccinated, I have read so many tweets. I've read so many Instagram posts about calling people murderers mm-hmm. if they are not vaccinated. And one of the interesting things that I have to, you know, people have to recognize. That's why I call Patrick all the time. Dude, all the time. I'm vaccinated. Murderer. Murderer. Idiot. Killer. <laughs> Deadbeat, flash drinking dad. <laughs> right? Parrot catching. Parrot catching fucking Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll use these like, they'll use something like these hot takes on these this. Buzzwords. Yeah, they're these buzzwords. buzzwords to make people feel terrible about this stuff. Right. But you don't know a lot about this virus or you know as much about this virus as much as I do. For real, dude. Right? And the fact that you can go out and call people murderers and call people just selfish or whatever because they don't want to take a vaccine that they don't know about, I think it's valid, right? And yeah. the weird thing is, is that, okay, let's talk about this. Fucking Mayor Garcetti. What, what an ass. He held his dude. breath, yo. Stop dude, giving him like, shit. I go like this. <laughs> like shut the fuck up dude there wasn't even a mask in sight yeah yeah, yeah. i don't up, give dude. a fuck what lying, mayor garcetti is the most hood motherfucker i've ever met in my life because only a hood dude would say that I as a reason like really think about know, it like bro. this if we just flip it up a little bit it, okay so i'm taking a picture right and so somebody goes hey you're not vaxxed you, why why do you have your mask down hey bro i was holding my breath <laughs> <laughs> that's a hood explanation and the fact that he's the mayor and he said that publicly I is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. How come no one's getting mad at Magic Johnson, yo? Because he's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, Magic he's dope. Well, and also he's not the one imposing the rules. Yeah, no. if it's like it's so if Magic ridiculous. Johnson was the one imposing the rules, you'd be like, what the fuck? What, what did Magic like? Johnson do? Also, he was in the picture. He just didn't have a mask on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he was in the picture. Well, yeah, he, hey, was. Man, he survived AIDS. He could do whatever yeah, he wants. Yeah, he did survive AIDS. <laughs> yeah, what's COVID? I what's COVID? AIDS. I don't care. Yeah, that dude beat AIDS. Dude. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck about the coronavirus. One that beat AIDS. He's, he's, the the man, fine, bro. he's the man. He's still he, fucking he's unprotected for sure. Yeah. for sure. No dude. rubber. He's I'm fine. I'm still fucking raw. <laughs> and I'm Magic Johnson. <laughs> dude, I can't believe Mayor Garcetti said that. And Newsom, I think, said the same. I can't believe they actually thought that that would, that's like out of South Park. But also just take the L, bro. Yeah. Right? Just be like, yeah, I wasn't wearing a mask. Nobody was. That's it a was, Chappelle sketch right there. That's, that's a sketch. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like a parody. There's and no way they really seriously. said that. I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. I was like, yeah. oh, that's, a, that's funny. So straight like, up, when I, when I saw people posting it on the story, I thought it was like one of those Onion articles. Yeah. So <laughs> this is I, hilarious. <laughs> I giggled and I moved on. Yeah, and yeah. then two days later, I was talking to a buddy of mine. And he goes, dude, your fucking mayor is weird. I'm like, what are you talking about? Your mayor. He was like, you know, the fucking. He was talking about him not not wearing, holding his breath in the picture. I was like, dude, that's an (laughs) onion article. And he was like, no, it's not an onion article. He legit said that. And I was this. I was so pissed. So he had to hold his like hypothetically. He had to be masked. Magic Johnson. What's up, Magic Johnson? <laughs> and then not know what's up after you can't talk to magic after that. 10 seconds he and then when he gets least. 10 feet away he has to blow out because the germs that are in his <laughs> nose he has, to, yeah. he has to like depress you know he's stupid what a dumbass what a fucking that idiot. dude is a weirdo he's weird that dude's weird the fact that he before he, he just purges bro he actually thought that people were gonna be you know what that's my man. You know, I, <laughs> his you know, face looks like a purge mask. Like the does, mask you put does. on during the purge. Like, you know how it's Richard Nixon or whatever. Yeah. You could like put his face on and be like, damn, I guess going to kill a homeless dude for sure. I wasn't. I don't want to be like the cool guy here. Shut but up. I was never on Mayor Garcetti's train, bro. I never liked him. You voted for him. You want to know why? Why? So Tiffany had a uh, graduation at UCLA and he was the speaker. He was the keynote speaker. This motherfucker was 45 minutes late. Wow. What is he, Trey Songs? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Why is this? He's not even graduating. Why, yeah. why, why, why do we have to listen to Mayor Garcetti speak? Yeah. Who about, wants, about what? College? He didn't, he didn't, I'll be 100 go to UCLA, What does the mayor bro? do? That's what I'm saying. Huh? What, what do you the reason do, why? Mayor? He holds his breath. Yeah, he holds his breath. And then he had to use this another lame, stupid excuse, just like he was holding his breath. He was saying that 
he was late because of a memorial from a firefighter. Oh, yeah. whatever. Right, yeah, dude. sure. What? You What's the right. firefighter's name? Stipe Miocic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was First he lies jerking. about masks, holding his breath. Now he lies about firemen's fucking memorials. Dog. He's scrapbook jerking fucking for the sure. Old, like you today. <laughs> the only way I would vote for Mayor Garcetti again is if he fucking had an Italian accent. Yeah. A fake Italian. He should have our Italian he should just accent. do it. I was a holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like super Italian. Yeah, like, like a funghini pomodoro. It's like, a calamari fritti. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, yo, that's fucking guy right there. He just says dishes. He just yeah, says Italian just dishes. Off a menu. Penny. Carbonara. pasta. A little basso. Olive oil. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, this guy is cool. I'm voting for that guy. Italian. He honestly, I would vote for him, I think, too. If he, had, like, yeah, if he had an Italian accent, right? I bet you, I honestly, no joke, people would act like if, you know, when they show the polls, there'd be like 15 people that actually voted for him if he did that. If you are. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little chibata bread, a crunchy exterior. <laughs> I would love Mayor Garcetti, dude, dude. Me too. I'd be on board. If what what do you mean? I hold my breath. I do the rest of the podcast like oh, that. Oh, perfect. All right. <laughs> this is amazing. If bro. you don't, not born, I hold my breath. What are you talking about? You should you should break down the Joe Rogan story ah, like in that. your Italian accent Perfect. about Go. the N word and the controversy yeah. of what he was if saying. If you know Joe Rogan, eh? he have a he a good guy. <laughs> he a good now guy. he's Cuban. He's kind of Cuban. He's he going come, Cuban. He's going Cuban. He come to my restaurant. He like he he say pizza buono. Pizza buono. Yeah. I say okay. He come here. He say. And what I'm like, hey, Afangula. Afangula. <laughs> this is Al Pacino. Afangula. Afangula. squash Yeah, yeah. Is that a song? And then people, is that an Italian song you're singing? It's from Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Italian. People would be enlightened. They'd be like, yeah. oh shit, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> wow. They're like, they're like, I get it now. How could they have a retard <laughs> from Italy on a Korean? But. Okay, let's go into that. Bang. So after, Boom. so Joe Rogan did something pretty cool. After, <laughs> did he? Did he? Did he? Now, oh, they have a, a compilation of it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you mean? Hold oh, on, hold on. That oh, was, my bad, that my bad. Pretty, that was it. pretty cool. <laughs> I forgot to do an Italian accent. Bro. He did a something a cool. But he did a. After the whole Spotify thing, <clears throat> you know, talking about misinformation, he actually went on Instagram and he put it out in Spotify to kind of talk about what's going on. Yeah. And he did a very good job talking about misinformation. And I think the point, a point that he brought up that was really cool was, you know, a lot of the stuff that people were saying that was <clears throat> misinformation in the beginning turned out to be true. For example, cloth masks. Mm -hmm. Cloth masks don't do anything when it comes to this virus, right? And people were saying this. And I do remember two years ago when the pandemic first started, if you said that publicly, people will call you a murderer. They would have said that you, were, you didn't care about public health even though the facts were true. <clears throat> right. And this is what he's talking about. A lot of the stuff because of this, you know, media fervor and everybody is so quick to call somebody, um, a, quote unquote, a murderer, that when people have alternative thoughts, say, hey, these cloth masks don't work, mm. people are just quick to dismiss you. And it turned out to be true. But nobody's addressing that, right? Nobody's talking about this virus being so new that a lot of this information that we don't know about. And when it turns out that it's not true, Nobody wants to mention it. It just mm -hmm. doesn't exist. Yep. So, and that's part of the main issue of why, like, people don't trust anything the government says. Like, they never come back on like what they're saying and or put the information in context at least. Yeah. Or just say like, "Hey guys, we're still figuring this out as we go. New information is going to be out, and sometimes that changes over a period of time." Yeah. And they're not doing that, and it sucks. But no, they're not honest know. at all. My lovely genius farts. This podcast, you guys already know is brought to you by Babbel. I'm all about learning new languages. And I'm not just saying that. You know that my lady speaks, I don't know, Mandarin, Korean, Japanese, and English. And I'm trying to keep up. But right now, because I live in Los Angeles, I'm trying to learn how to speak Espanol. I'm not going to butcher it right now because I'm still on the way of learning it because I want to talk back and forth with all mi compadres. And it'll be super, super fun. You know, Pat on the podcast He's Mexican and he speaks Spanish and I'm trying to talk shit to his face in a very fluent type of way. Not only is learning a new language a fun and engaging new hobby, you can use it while you check off traveling more from 
your list. The whole Babbel process is addictively fun, fast, and easy, and Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real world use. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 languages, including Spanish, French, Italiano, and German. So... (laughs) You guys have a whole bunch of options. And the cool thing about Babbel is the fact that they teach you how to speak the language like regular people speak it. I know that you guys taken, has t- have taken language classes in high school and they always teach you this like jargon that's super textbook that nobody uses and it's freaking embarrassing. But with Babbel, you'll be able to learn how to speak the language conversationally. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code GB. That's B-A-B-B el.com code gb babble language for life and you know the honest i mean let's just be honest the fact that we could go into a restaurant and then we have a mask and then when we sit down we take it off <laughs> and then suddenly we're safe mm-hmm. it's 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 a little ridiculous right? it is it's, yeah it's, it's it's pretty fucking dumb yeah. at this point just have people come into the restaurant without the mask because once we're eating it's pretty much done doesn't mm-hmm. matter yeah it, it literally doesn't matter that's not me being this fucking weird anti-information whoa, like whoa, this yeah. is just a hundred percent facts isn't it crazy that that's controversial though <laughs> exactly. what you, literally what you just said was the most common sense shit i've Dude, ever people heard are to come after me now yeah they go oh you're fucking murder i knew you were north korean yeah. from your gooky little face yeah 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 <laughs> that was my comment that i, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. I left that comment yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the landlord <laughs> I love Italian people, dude. You, you know what? My favorite thing about Italian that might people be my new favorite accent. You do, thank you, dude. That's pretty fucking good. My bro. favorite like thing it. about Italian people is how much they love food, and when you fuck up pasta, everybody freaks the fuck yeah. out. Mm. You have you seen those compilations of like Italians freaking out when they no, break pasta you, in the pot? You, you gotta show me that because that shit makes me love literally it. die laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, yo. These guys are really Italian. I thought it was going to be like like East Coast Italian because I, I think that's what we think as, as Americans. We think like, oh, from New York. Like, I'm walking here. Like, that's what we think Italian is. Mm-hmm. But like Italian from Italy. From the motherland. So different. So different. Dude, there was a video of this guy. He was trying to correct people on how to say mozzarella. <clears throat> mozzarella. mozzarella. But because he's East Coast Italian, <laughs> his version of Italian is is this amalgamation of just like this cultural evolution that happened in america yeah so he was trying to correct people he goes hey it's not mozzarella it's mozzarella and then mozzarella. another yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't fucking know it's not that yeah so another <laughs> italian vi- person did a video with his video going he's a mozzarella <laughs> <laughs> and it was super mario <laughs> you know? i'm gonna watch italian content from now on bro. Yeah, i think fucking this is my love shit. italian people and how diehard they are about when you food. watch them cook bro yeah there's something to it when you have a pasta, you put a lot of salt in the water because it should taste like an ocean. If you don't the flavor pasta, it don't take a taste of nut. There's always a pasta water, no bro. Neck. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm about to lose all my Italian subscribers. Yeah, <laughs> that's all the Italians out there, yo. Yes, but just to bring it back to the top. So back to Rogan. Joe Rogan, <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan did Rogan. something cool. He did something really cool. That's where you were. But the, what he did really cool was the Spotify thing, and he yeah. was talking about how, you know, he's going to do a better job of maybe inviting people who aren't so um, counter. What's the word? Counter information. Just on, on one side of the spectrum of the yeah. argument. Yeah. So he'll bring somebody else in after just to balance it out. That's a great right. idea because, you know, a lot of people were like giving shit to Robert Malone and like all that podcast. And I think part of it is fair because some of the claims he was saying, I saw another uh, like breaking points did a really good job of getting another MD who's a specialist in the field and then just contextualized what Robert Malone was saying to just make more sense because he had like a lot of really crazy claims about like myocarditis that may not be scientifically i guess um agreed upon unanimously in the in the so they had another scientist come on a doctor a working practitioner and break down some of the claims and just say like look we're seeing that if you get the third booster the more increase of a vaccine you get there tends to be a higher chance of myocarditis in men from 18 to 31 so by with that information, he's like, it's not a question of getting vaccinated or not. It's a matter of how do we do it safely and yes. make sure we lower the risk of this incidence of happening. And he and then he broke it down saying, like, if you're a, a, a young male between the ages of 18 mm-hmm. to 30, whatever, 35, 
maybe, and you have two shots ready, maybe don't get the, the booster. Maybe you don't need to get the booster. And that's very fucking important. Exactly. And that's what we need, right? Yeah. We need more of that. Because unfortunately for Robert Malone, right? Like you see it where when he talks about virology and he talks about the vaccine stuff, because he's a doctor, people will only listen to what they want confirmation <clears throat> on and <clears throat> use that as a narrative of saying like, this doctor said this, so this must be true. But he has to, I think he should have done a better job of being a little more balanced with what the claims he was saying. Yes. Of like, this is not 100% definitive, but there's evidence that could prove and point that this may be true, but we still don't know. And I feel like when you have experts on like that and that talk with this type of uh, cadence and this rhythm, then maybe he won't get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like his. Yeah, canceled because yeah. all his his Twitter got shut down, his uh, YouTube yeah, that's, video. That's kind of crazy too. Oh, though. They shouldn't do that, right? Yeah, they that's should, crazy. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like that is that can't fly either because then it's like then it feeds more into they're trying to shut him down because he's saying it just makes people more dig deeper and deep and dig yeah. their claws in. They sink their teeth in a little exactly, bit harder. Yeah, exactly. That, and it yeah. causes this this cycle of what people keep talking about misinformation when when we can get there are people out there that have way more balanced views on the topic and they just need to be heard and that's what joe rogan's good for joe rogan is that guy where he could bring these experts on and provide a better opinion or just to ease the minds of the listeners so they, they're not always like what the fuck do i do do i yeah. get the vaccine do i not get the vaccine fuck establishment like it, it just keeps going on and on and it sucks because now joe rogan's getting dragged for it yeah you know? and that's just my opinion on it i think he and but also too mm. like when you said when he says you know, I think we could do a better job. I could do a better job of getting more balanced guests. I'm like, that does yeah. it for me. Yeah, that's right. It. I love that's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's it. That's and and it. have a, a space for open discussion because that's what they need. You know, because he's done it before where he had two people of opposing uh, ideologies come on the podcast <clears throat> and battle it out. I wouldn't say battle, but just kind of go back. They have a discussion. They have a debate. Yeah. yeah. And they that's, do that in the fitness ones all the time where they have like a keto guy and then they have like a, a regular, like whatever diet and they, they, they hash it out. But but you can kind of extrapolate a little bit from those interviews, especially when you get certain fitness people on. He kind of he kind of gets some people that might be more on the outside of fringe that may not be 100% with the evidence base and kind of what's out there. But then again, you have to take that with a grain of salt too. But I don't know, man. It just sucks that he's getting dragged for all I think this. I think it's a little more insidious though. I think there because it's not just like random people getting outraged. I think it really is like the machine coming after him because he's a threat, dude. Yeah. He's a threat to all the media. And this becomes he's, an excuse he's a, for them to attack It's like him he's a threat to politicians now. He's threat, like he's a threat to a lot of powerful people. So I think it's more than just like people because you'll see the people that want to cancel him, like even for the what we're about to talk about. But they're like, he's dangerous. Like he could be doing this. He's doing that. It's like, yo, we're not little kids. Like we can fucking, we're adults. You know, mm -hmm. if I choose to listen to this, I can listen to this. I can make up my own fucking mind. Like you said, he brings on the opposing. That's 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 all we need. Like just let's hear both sides. Some people he might he might get convinced by this side. Some people might get convinced by that side. But that's just the way that fucking is, dude. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, that's just important. the way it works. And I've always said this too. When you listen to something as as free form as a podcast, it is your job as a listener. When we talk about things that quote unquote that let's say even for me, I think are facts. Just take it with a grain of salt. And if it's something that you're going to take away from and apply in your life. Do your own research sure. and make sure that you fact check me. Fact check anybody on a podcast yeah. because right. at the end of the day, even when it comes to Joe Rogan's podcast or this podcast, we're just shooting shit. You're just a fly on the wall listening into a conversation of two, three tards. And that's really what it is. <laughs> that's the branding. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? In all honesty, <laughs> the there are people who listen to this podcast that disagree with a lot of the things that we talk about and they're welcome just as much as people who agree with us yeah. because it's really just an entertaining conversation right now <clears throat> like for example when i first listened to um rogan's podcast and he was talking about things about weight loss and all this sort of stuff and he mm -hmm. had somebody named dr Rhonda patrick and she is an expert in her field and she talks about all these little small case studies when it comes to like uh certain vitamins or whatever yeah. i after i listened to that podcast i was like this is very interesting I didn't go and start taking all the supplements that she suggested. I, I, I went, this is a freaking idiot. I did. And I went and I decided to look up what this stuff does to your body. How much do you need it? And then I made a choice for myself. People forget that you have the option of choice. It is your choice to really go ahead <laughs> yeah. and, you know, understand the information that's coming at you and then apply it to your life. Nobody's forcing you to do this. Mm -hmm. This is a podcast. We have no boss. There is no, there's no network 
filtering and screening the things that I'm saying. So with everything that I say on this podcast, take it with a grain of salt, especially when it comes to Joe Rogan is because he has such a huge platform. Yep. Right. And so the next thing that we're going to talk about, too, is that <clears throat> this is the weird thing. So we had this conversation uh, or the world is having this conversation. Somebody made a compilation clip of Joe Rogan. Using Patrick. Patrick Riley. <laughs> and his name is Patrick.t. <laughs> right. Damn, bro. Damn. So this guy <laughs> of Joe Rogan using the N word. And so Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify, got his ass imagine making got that his compilation. Ass. <laughs> to be the guy that went through literally a thousand episodes, so many fucking episodes. There's, how long did that take? How much research? Yeah, how long is the video? Is that like two minutes? I, I heard it's long. I heard it's yeah. like ten minutes. A lot of end. So, bro, ten. That's minutes. a lot of end. <laughs> That's a lot, bro. So no, I can't lot. be ten minutes long, dude. It's seventy minutes long. Yeah. So Joe. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's two hours. It's another podcast. All the fat. No fat on the video either. Yeah. No fat. No, <laughs> no fat. ads, bro. No ads. Edward, 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 hey, Edward, hey, Edward, hey, Edward. Hey, hey. And so whether or not we're talking about context or not, right? And Joe Rogan also, um, he addressed this. He said that no matter what the context is, when he looks at this, these videos and he saw the video himself, he cringed. Sure. Because he was ashamed of it. Right and like, I hope pretty, so. yeah. right. I hope he it was like, yeah, woo! He's he like, goes, oh, that was a good one. Replay that one. Replay, <laughs> replay that one. You're damn right. <laughs> yeah, he didn't Ten say Ten minutes that. back to back. <laughs> right, he's leaving timestamps. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That you was know, a good one. Different he, capitalization. He apologized for it, and he talked about the context in which it was used. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people, if you're not being dishonest, you probably use that word in those contexts as well. And I'm pretty sure that you could find years ago videos. Like I remember too when people would reference these words, like like say for example, right? Well, like, hey, so this guy said this, 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 and we're talking about somebody who is racist mm. and he used the N-word with a hard R. We would never say N-word. We would say this guy actually said the word N-word with a hard R. Mm. We would say this in reference to the story. Right. But we wouldn't say it as if it was us saying it. Right. Cause you're the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at the time, it was understood and it was okay. But that word gradually, whether it was because of the internet or people were being more outspoken for it, made people feel a certain way. So now we don't do it anymore. And people are forgetting, like just contextualizing this, that even within the past five or six years, the evolution of where that word could be used and not used has changed a lot. And you have to recognize that. Now, it doesn't change the fact that the way that people feel about it, they feel hurt. And that's completely valid. Nobody's saying that shit, right? But when we look at what happened to Joe Rogan and why this is coming out, it looks like it's a hit job. It's like, okay, so Joe Rogan did a good job of addressing what happened on the Spotify cases. Right. Cool. He scratched free. Well, guess what? I'm going to go after him again, and I'm going to find something to cancel this guy. Because if it's not this, it's going to be something else. And that's where I disagree. This Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. Podcast is brought to you by Butcher Box, my friends, my lovely genius brain farts. Due to your support, we get to be sponsored by Butcher Box. I've actually been using Butcher Box before I was even a sponsor, so this is just a match made in heaven. Butcher Box is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding a high quality meat, my friends. No more searching the grocery store for a 100% grass fed beef free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more because their sourcing decisions are made holistically, keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. I love the stuff that I get from Butcher Box. Actually, the other day, I decided that I wanted to go ahead and make a bolognese. And what does a bolognese require? Some good ground beef. And the great thing about Italian food is, is that there aren't an, an absorbent amount of of ingredients so the ingredients that you do use in your dish do have to speak for itself and the quality of meat even when it comes to ground beef was so delicious it made my bolognese freaking amazing every month butcher box ships a curated selection of high quality meat right to your home free shipping for the continental u.s no antibiotics or added hormones and each box contains between 8 to 14 pounds of meat look this is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again that's right butcher box is giving new members free ground beef for life sign up at butcherbox.com brain and get two pounds of ground beef for free in every order for the life of your membership let's go log on to butcherbox.com brain 
claim this deal. So because, and by the way, he addressed this too, and he made sure that people knew how ashamed he was of, of the fact that he used this. And a lot of people who are in the black community came in defense of him. He's like, look, I met this guy. He's not racist. I know this dude, right? All these other maybe white comedians who are saying he's not racist, your opinion probably doesn't matter as much, <laughs> you know? But people are coming. <laughs> Yo, David Goggins did the best version of it. He goes, hey, I'm a friend of Joe Rogan. I'm a black man. I've had those hard words said to me. When he said it, was he wrong? Yeah, he was wrong, right? Is he racist? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. That is fair. He used it and it was terrible. <clears throat> is he racist? No. And I think that's the most fair version of what happened. Dude, yeah. 100%. So it's coming back to the context thing. Like, yeah, Joe Rogan was wrong, but context does, it does matter. You know what I mean? Like you said, um, like there's a difference between fucking, like if I choke, choking a woman is bad, right? Like that's a bad oh, thing to do. where's this going up? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, t- I don't know if I can bad, right? At Trader Joe's, you choke a lady, bad, right? In bed, you want to make her come harder, good guy. You know what I mean? So you could, you could, like you could fucking like, so. <laughs> good guy. But the thing is, is like, dude, con- like, it, I don't know. He was wrong, but like, yeah, like you said, context does is important, you know? Yeah, and I, I and I think the weird thing is, is that, Whoever's trying to do this to him and his platform, they think that people are stupid. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, so the, who do you think is doing it? Huh? Who do you think it is doing it? Patrick Riley. Me, Patrick, dude. It's Patrick me. Riley. I didn't catch those goddamn parents, and I've been bitter ever <laughs> since. Goddamn. Dude. It's, it's, it's a weird thing to talk about now where, where I, you know, I don't know how many people are really catching on to this, but it's just a little odd that this is the next thing that follows up. Oh, we didn't get to cancel him about the COVID thing. Yeah. Let's make sure that he's not credible in any of his platforms by finding something else to take him down. With. Yeah. You don't have to be a Joe Rogan fan. You could even be a Joe Rogan hater. But the way that people are going about this is pretty fucking stupid and it's dumb. Yeah. And I dislike it. Right. Especially when somebody like him addresses it really well. I would have an issue with Joe Rogan if he did a video. He goes, yeah, I could use the word. It was okay back in the day. I'd be like, yo, you're kind of weird. Yeah, right. You know? Right. Yo, who has to give Joe Rogan a pass? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle has to come out and be yeah. like, yo, yeah. I'm giving Joe Rogan yeah. a pass. And do you think that stops all the all, all the controversy? No. I mean, Daniel Rollins came out and he was like, y'all think he's racist? I don't and talk about a black man. That's Daniel Rollins. That's Ashley Larry, bro. Yeah, right. Ashley exactly. Larry, That's bro. A, that, that is a pillar <laughs> of the black community. Yeah. He's the best. But I really do think it's a CNN thing, man. I really do think it's like a it's a media thing. I think it's a media thing. It's just because it's so they're all it's the corporation like they're all kind of involved like politics mm-hmm. corporations mm-hmm. media so i think it's the that machine trying to get rid of him dude he's too much of a problem a, a lot of people are making um uh, comparisons from now that like cnn their ratings were through the roof when they would just talk about trump all the time right yeah shit on and whatever and then now that they don't really have trump anymore a lot of people are, are making the argument that like joe rogan is kind of being the next target the next guy that they can kind of come after and then while like I hear nothing, I hear everything about Joe Rogan right now, but I hear nothing about the stuff in Ukraine that's happening, the stuff with like Russia, you know, yeah, and right. it's like, and even the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff, like it is interesting and you can play conspiracy theory all you want, but it is interesting how you start to see, uh, you notice certain trends that happen that are right up in your face. I'll like, tell you this, this whole Joe Rogan COVID thing is even, it's bigger news than the fact that CNN a supposedly accredited mm-hmm. fucking news source decided to take one of his clips. They made him look like a zombie from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. right, right. right? Yeah. yeah, with the filter. With the yeah. whole filter. Yeah. And they put that as a, as a fact. Yeah. That is that is not as egregious as Joe Rogan, who brings alternative thought from experts. That, to me, is a problem. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, for real. But when I saw that CNN did that and then nobody's making a big deal of it, shows how convicted people are already in their thoughts of what they think about COVID. It doesn't matter about facts. It doesn't matter about this new information that's coming out. They are going to believe what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. It's religious. It's kind of religious. It is very religious. Yeah, and that's religious. scary. It's, it is scary. But it's the, weird yeah. as fuck, dude. Like people are just so on their team that they're just not, I don't know what happened, where the breakdown happened, but I think Trump had something to do with it because he got people so riled up. And he got people scared. That's what I noticed is when people are afraid and if like you give them kind of an outlet or a team or something to hang on to, like they just kind of, they turn into these fucking weirdos that we're still ex- living yeah. with today, you know? Mm-hmm. I think but, the algorithm be fucking people up, dude. I think yeah. that has part of it too. Right? Because it's like in your face all the time and then it becomes of like, why is everybody talking about this? 
Yeah. There, there becomes that type of reaction with certain groups of people. But yeah, it just seems like everybody, people just want to be, uh, they don't want to be challenged in their thought. They don't want to be challenged in their own beliefs, I think. And I think it's really hard. I think nowadays it's, it's kind of worse than ever because you see it in different pockets in, in all communities. Like it's interesting because in the fitness community, you see the same type of thing. Like people are arguing about stuff that like, doesn't really matter, you know, and it becomes like, Bears. yeah, it just, it's just too much. And then you see that extrapolated out, but just now it's with COVID and you kind of flip whatever topic there is in each community. And there's going to be just so many people just arguing about it over the little minute details that kind of don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. I mean, at the end of the day, what it's really showing is that a lot of people don't really care that much about free thought. Mm. Right. And, and I say that because the fact that nobody cares, I wouldn't say nobody, but there's a, on the internet, it seems like the vast majority of spe- specifically a lot of like hyper-liberal people, um, they don't care about, just like your freedom being taken away is very odd to me. And right? Yeah, it's right? crazy. And I know it sounds very exaggerated to a lot of people, but when somebody says to me like, hey, you, this is a vaccine that we don't know too much about, but you have to take this because I say so. Mm-hmm. It kind of freaks me out. And once again, I'm va- I'm yeah, fucking fully vaxxed, right? Yeah, but yeah. I still don't. You weren't nervous. I was nervous when I, I got my vax. I was nervous as shit. I was so nervous. Yeah. I was fucking nervous. And it doesn't, and, and, and the fact that people just don't care about that. They yeah. just go, okay, not, not everybody, but they say, well, it's a vaccine. We should just take it. Well, you know, people in Japan, the reason why they were so delayed with taking the vaccine was because. It was the perfect vaccine. It took so long <laughs> to perfect it. There was the a, Japanese. Like years, years ago. <laughs> Japan got fucking wrecked by a vaccine because it wasn't like either thoroughly tested or or something like that. And they got fucked by it. after that. They're like, unless it's fully tried and true, we're not taking this fucking yeah. vaccine. Yeah. So they were an example of somebody who they're not against vaccines, but they want more evidence that this stuff will work. And it'll yeah. protect them. Complete, and I think that's completely fair. cool. I yeah. think that's very fair. Yeah. Completely cool. Like that's a very common sensed way of approaching the situation. Yeah. Like, and I think that people should just stop fucking getting in other people's faces who don't want to take the vaccine. And people who don't want to take the vaccine should stop calling people who do take the vaccine fucking idiots. Just yeah. mind your own fucking business. I mean, and to go back to the free thought thing, it's not just even with the vaccine. It's like people even getting banned, even like the Robert Malone guy getting banned off Twitter or Alex Jones. It's like, and you could hate Alex Jones and be like, fuck yeah, or Robert Malone and be like, good, good that he got he got um, banned off all his social media platforms. But again, it comes back down to the freedom of choice. It's like, you're happy that they get, didn't give you a choice, like the option of making your own decision in terms of if you want to listen to this guy or not. Like in a way, they're, t- they're still taking your freedom away. Yeah. You know, that's fucking weird as shit. Hey. If flat earthers could have a fucking Twitter, for real, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you want to talk about something real. stupid? But yeah, exactly. honestly, though, like that's a really interesting case study because, like, the fact that people think the Earth is flat just shows that no matter, and they 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 claim they have evidence, right? Which and they it's, do it's, not. It's all wrong. In Antarctica, there's a wall, bro. That's not this ice wall, bro. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> it's the fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. But like the fact that like there's a large community of people that really believe that the Earth is flat. And they refuse to take any other proof from anybody that's giving like legit actual proof. Nah, like no, because my proof shows this. And I think that's what the problem is. No, nobody can really tell the difference between what real information is and what actual misinformation is. Well, here's the hypocrisy. Remember, so everybody's golden source of information for people who are hyper pro vaccine, right, is that their golden source is the CDC. Well, the CDC mm-hmm. also stated that, well, guess what, guys? Uh, no more 10-day quarantine, only five days. And then everybody who was so pro-CDC, they go, oh, the CDC, they're full of shit. It's like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, they flip, bro. Yeah. Well, well hold on a second. You were just literally singing their praises, saying that everything they say is 100% factual. Right. But when this became an inconvenience to you, suddenly they're not true. Right. I don't like that bullshit. You better stick to your fucking guns because you were so busy calling everybody a murderer. Now you have to fucking lie in the bed that you made. Absolutely. So how fucking dare you go against your golden source? Yeah. yeah. Makes the, no sense. Same thing with pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals used to be the, de- the devil, the antichrist. Christ making money off everything, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, we just got to believe everything Pfizer says. Yeah, I, I What the fuck it. are you talking about, dude? It you makes no sense. If it what was it, Robert Malone? Mm-hmm. If he had a thick Italian accent, yeah, 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 yeah. everybody would have believed what he said. <laughs> I'd, vote, I'd vote for him. And then you, you give him a lob to fucking Italian Robert Malone. You're like, Robert Malone, what is the better alternative than the vaccine to solve COVID? 
you just get a cup of tomato sauce. Yeah, yeah. And then you uh-huh. put a little parsley inside, get all the oil, yeah. and then you put it on your face. Nice. Uh-huh. And then you go to sleep, huh? and then the calamari frit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Boom! Be, that's the cure to COVID. I'd yo. be like, "Fuck the vaccine!" I hear that. That'd be great. I'll give me some mozzarella, <laughs> and then a mozzarella get the Mario cousin Mario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mario come in, right? It eat like hey, Luigi. I from Danza. David So gets canceled for using Italian accent. <laughs> I know. Um, hey, I'll tell you. It's so, all good though. Nobody gets mad about that. Italian people. Mexican people are the coolest motherfuckers ever because they don't give a fuck. They love it. They don't care. They're like, hey, bro, you sound just like my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like fucking Gordo, dude. That's so hey, true. Gordo, come here. You sound just like you. Bro. Yeah, because yeah, you got the nuance, bro. You got the nuance of the actual Italian accent. You hang out with a lot of Italians or what? No, it's actually pretty racial what I'm doing. Right now. <laughs> it's okay, but, though. But, <laughs> no, it's pretty racial. But you know why? I'll give you an out. The, the reason why Italian people and, like, for example, like the French accent, nobody cares because you guys are cool. Like, we're making fun of cool. It's like when people make fun of white people. Like, you guys are the, the dominant source of whatever. Yeah, so when you're when you're imitating Italian accents, it's like you're in t- imitating somebody that's known for being cool and making dope food. Like, yeah, right. You're not you're not oppressed in yeah, America. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, our food is pretty fucking good. Maybe Italian people are oppressed in America. I don't know. I just made a general sweeping statement. I don't know. I don't know. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have deadbeat dad Patrick <laughs> over here. Just kidding. He's a great father. I just like to give him shit. It's funny. Yeah. It's and, funny. And then we, we have the virus himself, COVID. The virus. Nick the ear. If you're looking for personal training, how to lose weight, I've gained an exponential amount of weight since I joined with him. Yeah. Yep. Please hit up Nick. Follow my protocols, yeah. <laughs> hit up <laughs> Nick the ear. 20 pounds. <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.